Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dadpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Oliveira. In this series, we're talking about how to keep kids safe online. It's it's always been difficult with online, right from the beginning of the internet to smartphones, then social media, then video apps and gaming platforms. There's just so much that kids have on their fingertips that can make it impossible for you, the parent, to chase these these new trends and that's what we really want to talk to you about today is the trends you know uh tiktok specifically are is at the top of that list the chinese social media uh, uh app and platform they are on the cutting edge of everything trendy right and pretty much all the kids who are that 13 to about 25 years old uh age bracket that's their go-to social media platform. So for those of you who have kids between 13 and 18, I would suggest you take a look at the app again. I don't believe that anybody under 18 really belongs on TikTok for so many reasons, which we can talk about throughout the this episode and other episodes, um, starting but not limited to um, their privacy policy and their terms of use. And that's what I want to start with today because maybe this is some information that you can share with your teenager, right? I mean, TikTok says that they they really try to do their best to make sure that no one under the age of 13 gets on the platform, but we've already tested that and there's definitely ways around it. So they're not doing much. And the fact is we went on the actual site and we looked for their safety. So it's tiktok.com forward slash safety. And when you go to the safety there, again, you could share this with your kids, with your teenagers to show them that the platform, which is a Chinese platform that is really just collecting data on you and your kids and the network that you use, the IP address and all that information, they don't really care, right? And, and again, our Social media companies here like Google and Facebook and uh, uh, Twitter, they're no better. But obviously with the Chinese platforms, I think it's even worse. It, there's even more dangers for you, the user, right? So if you go to the tiktok.com forward slash safety, you're going to see they have a whole list of topics there ranging from preventing child sex abuse on TikTok to scams, sexual assault, eating disorders, online challenges, bowling prevention, uh, suicide and harm and digital well-being. I went through the whole thing. Nothing. There's nothing of any value there. There's basically nothing that they are actively doing at the company to make sure that your kids are safety, whether it's bullying, eating disorder, disorder, sexual assault, or anything like that. So as you go through it, you'll find that they point you to other organizations that are working uh, with law, local law enforcement, that's got nothing to do with them, right? And you can you can report things absolutely, and they'll take down some users. But ultimately, it, it comes down to the the whole notion that the only way for you to get popular on social media for those creators and influencers is to go viral. And the only way for you to go viral is to create videos and and posts that are over the top, right? And so when you look at them, their privacy policy, we, what you're going to notice is that, you know, like a lot of the other apps, so this is no different than some of the other apps, they're going to collect your IP address, your user agent, your mobile carrier, the model of your phone, 
the network type that you're on. So they know whether it's Verizon or whether it's ATT or any other company. They also have the record of all the apps that you have on your phone and the names of the files that you have on your phone. They even use soft AI software, artificial intelligence software to actually record the keystroke patterns. So they actually know when you're swiping left, swiping right, what you're doing. And that's gonna make, make them better create content that is going to be shown to you so that you can spend more time on social media, right? So one of the reports that I found um, about um, how much time kids are spending on TikTok uh, came from cyberpurify.com. And then there, they have a, a research where they did and they found that children aged four uh, aged 4 15 to 15 spend 80 minutes watching TikTok every day. I don't know anybody who's got kids who are 4, 6, or even 10 who are watching TikToks. So no, no, not, not trying to throw shame at anyone, but it's just not the platform for it, right? There's pornography, there's bullying, there's a lot of bad things there. But nevertheless, in their research, they found that they're spending up to 80 minutes a day watching TikTok. Um while a video is only about 15 seconds long, which means then TikTok is engaging your child uh, to scroll through about 320 videos per day. So that was a pretty crazy statistic there. Um, but okay, let's go a little bit further. They know about the battery, the state of your battery on your phone, right? Through the app. They know about your audio settings, what devices you're connected to. Like if you're using... Um, a specific earbud or um, any Bluetooth that you're connected with. They know where you're logging in from. They know um, they can associate your user agent with other information they collect from other third-party companies. And ultimately, you know, because the way business works in China, China themselves, the country, they're really the ones that are in charge of the data because they can walk into ByteDance, which is the company that owns TikTok. They can walk in there any day as we expect that they do. Um, it's basically espionage. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist by any stretch of the imagination. I don't believe in conspiracy theories, but this one makes sense, right? You have a, an, a, a company that is led by the government, the Chinese government, and they're going to leverage that because they know that there's over a billion users on the app. So, I mean, whether you go to the FBI website or any of the other, um, you know, um, websites that cater to children's safety, you're going to find very quickly that TikTok is really one of the biggest offenders there. Now, I want to read another notice on the TikTok app here. And this is about the security of your information. Here's what they actually say. This is in their privacy policy. So they say, we take steps to ensure that your information is treated securely and in accordance with, with our policy. Unfortunately, now here's the, the key. Unfortunately, the transmission of information via the internet is not completely secure. Although we'll do our best to protect your information, for example, by encryption, we cannot guarantee the security of your information transmitted through the platform. Any transmission is at your own risk. We have appropriate technical and organizational measures to ensure a level of security appropriate to the risk of varying likelihood and severity for the rights and freedoms uh, of you and other users. Again, they are telling you here, and, and by the way, this is the notice for 
the younger users, so the users between 13 and 18, they are telling you that they cannot protect you or your child. They are telling you they have no ways of protecting the the data and the actual activity. You know, every search that your child or the user is entering into TikTok gets cached in there. You know, they have cookies and they know exactly what you've searched for. And if you look, there's a lot of keywords, bad words, um, racial slurs, all those things. When you're typing in, obviously a, a teenager is going to have curiosity, right? Um, whether it's something pornographic or something totally obscene that they hear at school or out there, they're going to type it in. So what you want to do is just make sure that your your you know teenager, your kid understands that the data and and all the activity that they that that they are you know doing on that smartphone on the website so whether you're using desktop or smartphone all that activity is being recorded by tiktok and then tiktok can do whatever they want with it right and they've already proved that there have been a, a lot of really crazy cases so you know it's a uh, really important that you understand also what what some of the trends are every month or so you'll see that there are trends for new songs new videos um and then all of course the challenges the challenges are the ones that are really dangerous for you as a parent right because if you look at the you know some of the challenges from the past let me pull up some over here um let's see here like the some of the most dangerous one well we know the the benadryl challenge the that was a big one. The eye challenge, the silhouette, the silhouette challenge basically sees women, they, they begin the video in their casual clothes. Um, and then it transitions them to a lingerie or nude. And the challenge then sees them stand in the doorway with a backlit by only a red light so that only their silhouette is visible, except for that with the silhouette challenge from last year, um, it posed some problems for those that were posting that right? Because some TikTok users figured out that they could edit the video to review the actual body, right? So that's a that's one right there with sexual exploitation. A big one from last year that is really old. It's, it's really from the when Instagram and Facebook were, were on the rise. So probably more than 10 years old is the blackout challenge. That one seems to keep coming back. It's really dangerous. Um, it's basically where they restrict their own breathing in an attempt to get a, a, an experience of a high. But um, yeah, the CDC reports that in the last 10 years, uh, more than 80 children have died from this, uh, this stunt, right? Then they have other ones, full face wax, burning pile challenge, the sugar waxing, vampire fangs. How about filing teeth? Um, dentists were, were talking about this uh, on the platform last year when, when kids were filing their teeth to... I, I don't even know why you would fire your teeth, right? Um, there's the stand-up challenge where they stand up in a, a pile of um, crates, uh, milk crates. Uh, people have died from that, right? Broken their necks. Uh, there's the penny challenge. That's another one where they create a spark. Um, the skull breaker challenge, uh, throw in the air challenge, and probably the newest one that, that many people are hearing about is the NyQuil one, right? So where you cook your chicken, you take raw chicken, you take uh, NyQuil, which is cough syrup, 
and um and and you just basically put it together and you eat or you just breathe it in right but um the combination of the ingredients in in nyquil like acetaminophen uh and and a few of the other um ingredients here can really be um make the actual ingredient really potent so really really potent right and um this one particular cnet um article um they the reporter reached out to tiktok and procter and gamble and they never responded right so the thing is that it when cooked together it can cause high levels of of the drugs to enter your body and it could actually hurt your lungs so that again another one that's like really really dangerous for your kids so my recommendation would be look if you so desire or want to allow your teenager to be on tiktok i think these are conversations that you would want to have week in week out um honestly it's more for their safety than for yours i mean we know i'm a parent of four mine i've got one that's a teenager the other three are younger but um Uh, we get it you know they they just like we as parents one time at one time or another in our lives took certain chances and risks we get it they don't want to hear from the parents you know um most kids don't but i think it's just a matter of explaining that the the people who are creating these videos these posts the challenges and then the people who own the company which is ultimately the chinese government um and bite dance they don't have your best interest at heart, right? They just don't. And so some of the things that is really happening on TikTok is um, putting their lives at danger, you know, in danger. And I think that the challenges, if you type it up, you're going to come up with probably hundreds of challenges where kids have gotten hurt and the company can't do anything about it. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the, the this podcast episode, if you go to the tiktok.com forward slash safety page, you will find that the the language that they use and the 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 plans or strategies that they use to keep you safe is none that's really what it is like let's look at what you know bowling for example and when i go here they, they in this page they basically give me a definition of what bullying is how to identify bullying right and then they give you a couple of like did you knows like bullying affects those who bully those who are bullied and even those who are witness to bullying, right? And to me, that first, that first, you know, few words there where he said bullying affects those who bully. Uh, yeah, of course, <laughs> you know, but it's the one who's being bullied that is really the, the you know, the one who we should care about the most. Um, and then of course, report the other ones, but they talk about this here, uh, private accounts, uh, control with messages, who can do a duet, who can comment on, on your videos, remove the follower, uh, dealing with bullying. If you ever feel someone's harassing you or otherwise being inappropriate, help is available. If you're experiencing bullying on TikTok, please report them so our moderation team can review and take appropriate action if it violates TikTok's community guidelines. Wait a minute. They said if you're experiencing bullying, report it. But they said help is available. That's not help, right? Not at all. And it says, if you are in the U.S., here are some additional resources you may find helpful. Um, then they give websites, you know, connectsafely.org, uh, cyberbullyingresearchcenter.org, 
stopbowling.gov, which is the government website, and then wiredsafety.com. Well, thanks. We could have Googled or just used the search engine to find those, find those four websites. So ultimately, when it comes to safety and bowling, what they're saying is they do nothing at all. Let's look at another one that they say they are proactive with, eating disorders, right? So they give the example, same thing, the definition of, of what an eating disorder is. Uh, notice your self-talk, be honest and brave, get to know your triggers, uh, supporting a friend through the uh, body image and eating concerns, talk to a professional. And then it says, if you're struggling with an eating disorder or you're concerned about your well-being of a, a friend or a family member, consider reaching out to a trusted adult, contacting a local eating support group or seeking professional help. If you're considering harming yourself um, or if your eating disorder is causing serious health concerns, we strongly suggest contacting your local emergency services. That's it. That's it. So if you look at this pattern, I think it's really important that you share this with your teenagers, which is the platform does not care. The company ByteDance and TikTok, they do not care about what happens to the to our children. They don't care about the security. They don't care about the privacy. They don't care about the data and the harm that it causes them. And as is the case with, with the real world we live in, there's always going to be a few bad apples, right? And I think online and especially in these social media platforms like TikTok, those bad apples are are the ones who ruin everything for our kids. But even worse, they are allowed by the platforms and by the AI and the algorithm that is baked in to reward them, the creators, like the people who create ch these challenges, right? they they get rewarded for doing bad for bad behavior so the, in essence though the the more risque you are the more dangerous you are the more TikTok is going to reward you right so they do have a, a section here of what do i do if i see an online challenge they say stop decide think and act so stop then they say act report harmful challenges or hoaxes is it safe? They ask the question, what could have gone wrong? Is it real? For parents and guardians, they're basically telling you to do what I'm telling you to do. But again, why, if, if, if they claim that they care about your safety, and again, this is not just TikTok, it's all the other platforms, but today we're just literally talking about TikTok being the most dangerous one. If they care, don't you think that they would have a real-time you know, task force, they're making billions of dollars from advertising. We know that and brands spending money on there. It, it, wouldn't you think that they would have, you know, a task force with, let's say, a couple of hundred people where where they could identify certain red flags that are coming through from the AI, right, from the artificial intelligence. And it would tell us because, look, they're using keystroke pattern technology. So they know exactly what you're doing every moment of the day. So I would think that putting together a safety task force to be able to talk directly with kids about these challenges, eating disorders, sexual assault, like all those things, um, they could do that, but they're not doing that. They prefer just to basically put up, you know, a dozen or so web pages on their website to tell you what they do. And then on the other end, actually tell you 
so on on this side, I don't blame them. I blame the 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 people who are downloading the app and then later complaining and saying, "Boy, this happened to my kid," and and it shouldn't have. Because if you read the privacy policy, as we did earlier, they are actually saying they have no control as to what happens to your data, your information, and everything you've done there. So, to me today. Uh, when it comes to online, aside from the hate groups, the hate websites like QAnon, um, Proud Boys, and Oath Keepers, and and the, you know some white nationalist uh, groups, um, aside from those terrorist organizations um, and pornography websites, yes, th those are really bad for kids too, for under eighteen. But aside from that, I would put TikTok at the absolute top of my list because. They are selling themselves now not just as a video or a fun app. They are selling themselves as a search engine, right? And Google is really afraid, and so is Facebook, of losing that competition because TikTok is, has built their software that way where when you need something, when you have a question about how to do this or how to do that, right, you can now type it into the search bar and it works just like a search engine. So as you may imagine, your teenager may be saying to you, well, when I want to learn about, let's say, I don't know, financial literacy, I'm just going to go on TikTok because that search engine works much better. But in, 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 in essence, it doesn't, right? It takes you down a rabbit hole where you spend hours and hours and hours watching other people do stupid things um, and often dangerous. So again, um, make yourself familiar with all the different uh, uh, aspects of TikTok, but it's a, to me, a huge consideration to allow your kids to be on there. They do not have the safety. The privacy, as we know, is no good. So for me, it's going to get like zero stars. I would never download that app, not for me, not for my kids, and just bypass it. And there's other ways to have fun online. And this is not one of them. So I hope you take a look at the um, at the content that we put in the show notes. And if you have any questions, definitely reach out to us on the Dadpreneur podcast. But this has been another episode about how to keep your kids safe online. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any comments, uh, please let us know. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in the next episode. Mm -hmm.